Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to this week's episode of Zach on Film. Very special guest this week, sitting across from the table, Rob. Hi. What's up, Rob? And here, as always, the one and only, the owner of the house, Steven Schleicher. What up in my house? What up? Raise the roof, because we need a second level. Yes, um, we do. <laughs> we just walked out of the theater, our lovely AMC, and we watched Deadpool. Woo! Everyone's going crazy over it. The theater was sold out. Surprise well, us all. Okay, wait. All right. Before we say the theater was sold out. Okay. Hit me. Let's talk about AMC theaters again. Okay. <laughs> so there are eight theaters yeah. ranging from very large, which will accommodate, what, 500 people in the largest Somewhere one? Somewhere around there. To the one we were in, which would accommodate around 300. Three, yeah. Right? Maybe 300. Maybe yeah. 250 to 300. AMC knew that they had this movie coming out. I'm pretty sure this was the only movie playing tonight. No, nah, there was a couple other that came out. I guarantee you The Choice. Oh, no, it was... Which was in their biggest theater. Yeah, that was insane. Was not going to be sold out. No. So what did That's these brilliant minds do? Instead of putting it in the biggest theater, which could accommodate the most people and mm-hmm. make them the most money, mm-hmm. they put it in a theater that was about half the size and had to turn away people... Because they are not smart. No. Thanks, AMC. What Great a job, AMC. Eat a bag of dicks. And that's pretty much what the movie is, folks. Not eating the dicks, but just saying the dicks. Uh, Rob, can you give us a quick rundown of Deadpool? I am not very familiar with Deadpool. I just know he's supposed to be funny and says like weird stuff like chimichangas and breaks the fourth wall. That's all I know. Give uh, me a quick background of Deadpool. Is the reason he's called the Merc with the Mouth. Uh Originally created as a knockoff of Deathstroke. Uh, he's got backgrounds with Cable and X-Force, okay. uh, Wolverine and Weapon X. Uh, if I remember correctly, his healing power is supposed to be supplanted from Wolverine. Okay. Uh, otherwise, he's had a number of... He's been around since the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he a Rob? He's a Rob Liefeld, He's a Rob Liefeld right? and Fabian Nietzsche, Nietzsche Nisiza, okay. uh, creation. All right. Why do people love Deadpool so much? Um, I think a lot because of the comedy from breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. and talking to the reader mm-hmm. in the comic books um, and the fact that he is over the top in his... I mean, I'm not sure it ever happened in the comics, but he would be someone that would bludgeon you to death with a dildo. Yeah. Sounds Ridiculously right. over the top. Mm. Constant breaking of the fourth wall. Is a character that understands he is a comic book character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is still manages to be a decent foil for most characters he's put up against. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, I think that's what dead work best, works best for Deadpool for me, is that he works with anybody. And you get... So, you, you can... Use Deadpool and any other character in the Marvel Universe. All right, because mm-hmm. I know 
Uh, we talked about the sold-out theater. One of my friends, who's like, hey, I'm going to go watch Deadpool tonight. You want to go? I'm like, oh, I'm going to be there. He was the next in line to buy tickets when they oh, sold out. Guys. And so then we were texting before the movie started. He's like, I just had no idea Deadpool was going to be you know, so popular. I was like, well, well I- it's a thing that I not like culturally. It's not like Captain America, but like the niche comic book thing is super... Well, I, no, because if this were only a niche thing, the theater would not have sold out. But I, but they, the, they created all the buzz about the film. Well, this movie does some things that are that break every conception of what a superhero movie should be. First of all, um, the fact that it is an R-rated superhero movie right. is something that you wouldn't expect. Right from no. from an X Men franchise or a 20th Century Fox franchise or anything like that, you wouldn't right. expect that. And then uh, they continue to just break the rules all the way through, insisting on that hard R. I mean, at no point did they ever say, "Oh, we're going to try to bring this down so people can go see it from a younger age." No. From the very moment that they announced that they were making this, Ryan Reynolds is like, "Oh no, this is going to be a hard R, and we're going to fight to make sure that it's a hard mm-hmm. R." Right. And then even the opening credits. Normally, opening credits, you're putting in the names of the actors, right. the director of the film, <laughs> right. you know, your top billing people. And right. they didn't do any of that. They, no. made fun of, they made fun of the entire process from start to finish mm-hmm. uh, throughout the film. And it's just like I'm watching those opening credits laughing my, my butt off. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like going, they're telling you right up front that this is not going to be a movie like any other movie that you've seen mm-hmm. in this genre. Now, right. one could argue that one way or the other, but um, then when you look at Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. um, and others, uh, the thing is like at 90% yeah, or something Yeah, it's really like high. That. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting it to the, be good. From the, I thought it was either going to be really good or it was going to really drop the ball based on all the trailers, um, but it is... I was just, like, laughing the entire time. I thought it was really good. It's sitting at, like, uh, 81% right now, 82%. Uh, opening certified fresh. The the other thing that should have tipped theater owners off was that this had such fantastic buzz from every pre-release audience that, that mm-hmm. had seen it. If people have been watching or listening to Finally Friday, Ashley Victoria Robinson had a chance to go and see the movie early. She had nothing but positive things, and she's not a huge Deadpool fan. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who even isn't remotely connected to Rob Liefeld or Marvel or anything has had mm-hmm. nothing but good things to say. Early reviews have been positive. It's opening at 82%. On a Thursday night, it already made $12 million over in the UK, or I'm wow. sorry, over in Europe. Yeah. They should have known ahead of time. That, I mean, AMC is who I'm mostly sure. digging at. But theater owners should know that this is a movie that people are going to be jazzed to see. Mm-hmm. So they have to be prepared for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it breaks a lot of the conventions that we expect. Were you, uh, pretty happy with the film overall, Rob, before we kind of get into some yes. more nitty gritty stuff? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is what you wanted out of the Deadpool film? Yeah. I think it's about spot on for what I wanted for yeah. Deadpool. How are you feeling, Steven? Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I really enjoyed it. Um, the, the structure of the story was a little different than what I expected, but yeah. good good movie overall i yeah. really got a kick out of it yeah i really enjoyed it i thought the structure was very interesting and in how they kind of played it out because uh for the most part this film takes place in like a flashback type scenario that was the thing that i found was most interesting was that it was told in two parts one was mm-hmm. here's what happened um we come in the movie about halfway through the action, yeah. and then as Deadpool is going through and trying to find this character, Francis, um, we get his origin story told in a series of giant flashbacks. And yeah. these aren't just like little you know, two-minute things. These no. are like 10, 20-minute stretches of here's some backstory, and then by the time we catch up, then we proceed f- uh, forward from there. Right. So the story goes, Wade Wilson is an uh, ex-military type guy who is now a part of this how what is it like a hitman for a protection yeah, for like hire a, he's like a he's like a hitman like yeah. a hitman uh but for good Freelancer. reasons yeah. um he gets diagnosed with cancer right after he falls in madly in love uh, with a woman and they're so in love and then he drops down has cancer all over his body he wants to give up a shadowy man in a suit offers him a chance to be cured 
and to become a superhero. After much turmoil, he goes with it, and things go bad. Yeah, classic origin story, right? You think right. you're going in and going to have the uh, cure for cancer. Turns out <laughs> that uh, that the guy is uh, basically going to ignite your mutant abilities right? and then sell you off to the highest bidder mm-hmm. to go do their mm-hmm. bidding. And most of them are evil, evil, evil people. So Right, and so things go bad. His mutant powers are unlocked, of course, uh, but his body is horribly disfigured. I believe the character describes it as an avocado having sex with an older avocado. That was one of my favorite angry, things. Angry. An anger, angry, angry, hateful sex. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah. <laughs> you look, uh, what is the other one? You look like uh, the, the end a he testicle says, uh, with teeth. Yes. Testicle with teeth is great. At the end he said uh, flatbread uh, pepperoni pizza. Uh, or you look like Freddy Krueger fucked a topographical map of yes. Utah. Yes. So all great lines around. Yeah, and so if you haven't figured it out, this movie is R-rated for a number of different reasons, uh, right. one of them being the extreme language, the <laughs> other being the extreme violence, Yes, and then also lots of sex. Yeah, there is, I was very surprised, because you know, the sex thing um, I thought was going to be secondary to why they got their like, the third reason, I think it kind of is, why they got the R after the violence and mm-hmm. the language. Um, we saw a lot of Ryan Reynolds' butt. There is this shot of his dingling, which I think was, more was than probably... One shot. More than oh, one Oh, was shot. there one? Yeah. More than yeah, one? Yeah, that entire fight scene, every time you zoomed away, it was Oh, flopping. I didn't notice. I just noticed the first time when he was, like, impaled. Oh, I was and like, you, you oh, missed, oh, yeah. the, you missed the one where they were uh, trying to ignite his mutant abilities, and they were choking him out while pulling on his oh, thing at the same time. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> Why? We were, like, two rows from I the know, screen, Zach. How could you miss it. that? Yeah. I didn't notice that either, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah. I guess I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, no. I yeah. was. I was like, I wonder if we're going to... Because they're like, well, they were like always covering like girls, you know, bits. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, what if we're going to do this? And they kind of did. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting. Um, but yeah, definitely a hard R film. I had a co-worker on a trip this week, and she was like, yeah, my grandson said he wanted to go watch Deadpool. So we think we might go out this week. I'm like, no, don't. He's like, he's eight. You know what? No. Yeah, this is like no. I didn't know. I thought it was just a superhero who got his face burnt. Yeah. No. My uh, <laughs> my oldest was like, man, I'd like to see that movie. And I was like, well, okay, so you're not going to be able to see this movie because it's got violence mm-hmm. and it's got bad language and it's got naked people running around. And he's like, well, I can understand having an R for bad language and the violence, but why would there be naked people running around? I'm like, uh, you can find out when you're older because you're you've got, not going to see this movie. You've got a few years yet before I need to deal with this. Yeah. I, I would probably be comfortable with him at 16 yeah. going to see this, 15 or 16 to going to see this, but not at 8. No. And people who think that this is going to be a fun family movie. The only other superhero movie that I know that's R-rated from Marvel is Blade. I don't know yeah. about uh, Punisher. I, I don't know if that's oh, uh, know. ever gotten a uh, um, an R rating, the one with Thomas Jane or not. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is I mean, it's got X-Men in it. Oh, Punisher with Thomas Jane was an R. So there have been several R-rated superhero movies. Now, granted, of the ones that I have mentioned so far, Deadpool has an 8.8 rating. Uh, Blade has a 7.1 <laughs> And the Punisher has a 6.5. So there's right. some diminishing returns on this. And, mm-hmm. of course, time and distance also have an effect on that. But here's the thing that I think is really fascinating. And you guys uh, tell me this. Everyone's like, oh, your movie gets an R rating. It's not going to do good at the box office. Mm-hmm. Especially in this genre. Do you agree with that, Rob? No. Like, if you make a quality movie, it's going to do good. Like. Well- yeah, it's going to do less than what, you know, like, it, it's not going to make money like the other ones are, because there's going to be a lesser audience, but mm-hmm. you plan for that, and, like, like you... Well, I think the fact that this movie was sold out, and they were turning people away at the door... Right. ...is a big indicator that, yes, you can make a movie like this and make it work. And as I was watching the movie, I was like, you know, Wolverine could have cranked it up a little bit more, mm-hmm. gotten an R rating, and been just as good. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, go back to the box office, I think 
you have to look at return on investment because this film is not going to be as expensive as, say, Avengers was. No, there's not as much salary involved. In fact, they make a joke about that, right? Yeah. Because there's only two other X-Men. We have Colossus, which is a CGI character. Right. And then we have, I forget what her name is. Uh, tw- uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. Yes, who is, I've not even known that's no a real idea. character. <laughs> not the X-Men. Yes. It is? Okay, yes. she is. That's uh, that's actually specifically why she had the costume she did is because that's her costume oh, okay. from... Yeah. So... You know, those are the only two X-Men in the movie, and at one point, Deadpool says, oh, uh, you know, every time I come by the X-Mansion, it's always so empty, almost like the studio couldn't afford to pay for any more (laughs) X-Men. And it's like, yeah, it's really great kind of uh, breaking the fourth wall humor. But yes, the the budget on this movie is very small, considering... Uh, currently, Box Office Mojo has it listed at $58 million, oh, which is like super... A quarter of Avengers without without marketing budgets. Oh, yeah, That's without marketing budgets. And, you Avengers. know, Deadpool, the, they went, you know, to keep their marketing down, I'm sure that they've had some uh, uh, billboards and whatnot. And, yeah. and uh, I don't even know if they did any television advertising because I don't really watch uh, television. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, most of the stuff was online and viral. And a lot of it was Ryan Reynolds just using his Instagram yeah. account and his Twitter account to put up these crazy ass bits for different days of the week and different holidays to get mm-hmm. people excited about it. Yeah. So I think that viral marketing of, of this movie was really, really good. Absolutely. And I, I, was, I was getting on the IMDb before we started recording on the front, at least on their app, the front page of IMDb is like top Deadpool, Deadpool's top 20 movies and it's like top 10 movies with... with dirty tiles that yeah, aren't yeah. dirty yeah, and like yeah. all this stuff I'm like oh so it's just all Deadpool and IMDB now and you're right Ryan Reynolds did uh, like half the marketing from his Twitter and Instagram I remember they were like oh look at this Olivia Munn thing and she was flipping yeah, around yeah. swords but it was oh, like yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. with, a, with a little air to balloon, balloon like, and whack, and like, oh that was oh. so great yeah so all the stuff they've done and any a poster they released was so either uh, graphic in its mm-hmm. thing or the mm-hmm. emoji thing everyone just started yeah, yeah. sharing it yeah um, actually the poster that came out with him holding his gun in front of his crotch mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to put up at the theater in they our had, theater yeah or they in had any theater. no in, in our, our theater. theater they had it they wouldn't let them put it up who wouldn't let well, them put it AMC up? really yeah interesting mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny so I didn't even know was there any Deadpool posters up I didn't yeah. I just walked I one posters. of the big ones oh, over okay. on the oh okay was there yeah. Of him sitting on the chair? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's actually one. just everyone close yeah. to sit on the chair with Deadpool in a weird, awkward pose. Um, the first Avengers movie, $220 million. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, $250 million. Mm-hmm. Again, this movie, $58 million. So, you know, they're probably... I would imagine that they did not double the the printing and advertising budget on this. I'm going to bet that they probably spent less than $20 million you know, on advertising. They, I guess it was on Fox, because they did do like that crossover with X-Files stuff, where it was like the commercial-free oh, yeah, premiere yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. of Deadpool or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Obviously, yeah, that's probably with Fox, spent a couple so there's something. Probably spent a couple million there yeah. in advertising. They had some Super Bowl spots, so depending on how they used those, that could have been sharing the cost with those other uh, commercials that he appeared on in. Yeah. So I mean, they could have they, they could have spent fifty million, but I think that's probably much much less than mm-hmm. that. Honestly, feels like they could have they probably just let Ryan Reynolds yeah just go crazy let dude Ryan Reynolds loose because he was so freaking excited to actually make this film well, to start mm-hmm. with. So uh, maybe talk about that real quick because Rob, you and I, one of the very first is before Zach on film, but it was a summer movie thing when we went to Utah and we all went and saw <laughs> Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds and people had a lot of high hopes for that and I think even Ryan Reynolds had high hopes for that mm-hmm. and then the movie was just a giant steaming green turd. I, I wouldn't go that far. It was just I would. really disappointing. It was, it, I mean, it, it was. was super disappointing. It was not great. And he's kind of, he's he's been hiding or that specter of the Green Lantern has... Huh. Uh, uh, been haunting him ever since. Now he was Deadpool in um, the Wolverine, Wolverine Origins was, movie, yeah. and they Wade made Wilson. He was Wade movie. Wilson, true. And they made Wolverine. a joke about that in the movie where they yeah. had that action figure on on the table. Um, but even then, that's also my favorite promo from with the the Australia Day promo. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even then, you know, it, it, it's just like he's just like, I don't, let's just do this movie the way it should be done. Yeah. Did uh, well, he's he's the one who leaked the original trailer? Right, I was well, going to say that a couple he years says, ago. Like, I just saw he that said, today. I say I'm seventy percent sure I'm not the person who leaked the yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I mean, that's a kind of big thing in this story of the film happening is they shot a bunch of test footage mm-hmm. and then it somehow ended up online, right? And it was like 
everyone lost their minds over it oh, and yeah. demanded it. it and then it, yeah, it was awesome. It's the kind of thing that happened to Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Ant Man's footage leaked, and that well, became a movie. But they uh, they release no, Ant Man? No, because what was happening was um, Edgar Wright was already directing the movie. He went to a convention and showed a sizzle trailer. Told people not to record it. People in the audience still recorded it and put it online. People went nuts over that. So they were already working on Ant-Man oh, at that time. I thought that was his pitch on how he wanted yeah. to do Ant-Man. No, no, no. He oh. was like, here's something we're working on. Here's Ant-Man. They showed it, and people went nuts from that. That was already in the works. Oh, okay. With Deadpool, though, yeah. that movie had been dead forever. And suddenly, boom, here's this thing that's supposedly from a movie, even though it looks like it's from a video game. And how did it get online? And people Mm -hmm. were just like, oh, my God, Fox, you would be stupid not to make this movie based on what we've seen. Mm -hmm. And at a budget of, again, at a budget of $58 million, and this is what made Iron Man work so well, is that the studios could give two craps about the Iron Man movie or, in this case, Deadpool. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, yeah, sure, go do whatever you want. And because the studio's not meddling, like with the first uh, Iron Man movie or Mm -hmm. with Deadpool, they had this freedom to kind of do what they wanted. And if that means showing Ryan Reynolds taking it from behind, Mm. then you show (laughs) Ryan Reynolds taking it from behind. Yes. And um, it really, really worked. I mean, you could... I mean, the cast is really small in this. Uh, Besides background extras... There's less than a less than a dozen speaking parts in this movie. Oh yeah, by far. And even then, some of those speaking lines are very small. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, there maybe is there a dozen, Rob? There may be only eight or nine. Yeah, about a dozen. Yeah, about yeah, a dozen. Something so, like that. So um, and some of those are like two or three lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. The taxi driver at the start of the movie gets more than a couple of the named other named characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think uh, he speaks more than uh, the ex girl. Oh yeah, he has a lot more. I think it's built into her character though. To not well, that one, but... I, that, that one I didn't notice, but like he speaks more than Cunningham at the uh, mm-hmm. the other patient. He speaks more than mm-hmm. Bob, who I mm-hmm. think the only other two named characters besides uh, the actual story mm-hmm. oriented yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, so something that was great, and I think Ryan Reynolds got asked on Twitter this last week was how many Easter eggs did they put into the film? And he said at last count, they had over a hundred Easter eggs in the film. Wow. There was a couple. There's a lot of them right up front. Yeah, like the Rob L coffee cup. And Mm -hmm. then they said Lifefield as they were going in there. Mm -hmm. And then. Well, then there was the, you know, there was the Green Lantern photo in the wall. Oh, gosh. And then there was Ryan Reynolds Reynolds on the. On the photo, there was a lot of Wolverine talk. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, if they're just the talking X Men stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if they're just talking X Men stuff, there's a lot of that in there. But oh, then, yeah. you know, the end uh, credit bit, which I was like, <laughs> even before Rob was like, "Hey, is there an end credit bit?" I'm like, I, I really don't know. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, if I were the creators of this movie, I'd do it like Ferris Bueller. And sure enough, right. the, they ripped Ferris Bueller right off at the end, which uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is great. Well, so. yeah, was, that one was doubly great because they do the whole gag, and then they go to black, and then he and comes, then right he back, comes yeah. back, and then it's like, oh, Deadpool 2. Two. Yeah. Table. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know a lot about the production of this, Zach. I, mean, I know. They, they kind of kept everything. It was a small crew. They shot up in Canada. They yeah. did some special effects work in Australia. Um, but it was basically... You guys go do whatever the hell you want, and uh, yeah. we'll see you in a couple of weeks when you're done. Right, but I did notice in the credits, which I have, I can't remember a film, a major film that I have seen. Uh, if you wait till the very end, everyone, you can see cameras it's, it, they shot on and everything. You can also see what editing suite yeah, they, they used, used Adobe. and they used yeah. Adobe Premiere to cut this film, which uh, surprised me because I haven't, I don't remember any film. That I've seen in a theater. No, there have been a couple listed. of others that have, have there? had. There was it? one that we just watched recently <laughs> that also had Premiere listed on it really? as the edit system. Most of them are Avid, but, you know, th- and I would like to really find out what they shot this on because it wasn't film. It was all digital. Yeah, it was definitely digital. Um, so, you know, the digital workflow with, it, with Premiere is is really cool. It's really easy. I, we use it all the time here at Major Spoilers, and so it makes sense to just go ahead and stay something like that, especially right. with all the effects work and bringing in the different formats and everything. So. I mean, I, I think that's the cool thing about seeing that they use Premiere is literally you could have a professional mm-hmm. editing suite that made Deadpool on your computer for like 30 bucks a month, mm-hmm. and then you have the same tools they were using, essentially, to cut this movie together. Right. So it's just... 
it's just really super cool. Um, I had something to say. Yeah, but the production, I mean, from the story-wise, the, the flow, how did you thought it f- flowed together? Do you think they kind of... Because the back and forth in the storyline can sometimes be tricky to get your pacing that's, right. And that's I what thought, I thought, I thought was it, the... I thought it bottomed out a couple of times, and I was yeah. like, ah, let's speed this up really quick. I had some problems with the flashbacks, too. Mm. I think that they were a little bit too long. Unfortunately, I don't think this movie could be told in chronological order. I think it had to be told yeah. with the flat, uh, flashbacks, but I just think that, it, like you said, a couple of them bottomed out too soon. That didn't bother me at all. Mm. Not at all. Not at all, Rob. Not an inkling of, I wish this would go a little faster. Mm-hmm. Nothing? No. Uh, Like, I don't know, the cutting back and forth helped. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to things like, Amazing Spider-Man and just mm. the, the ridiculous origin, like, we're however long into the movie and we don't, mm-hmm. even, the character doesn't even have powers yet. Sure. And whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, this was fine. Oh, good. Well, I mean, that's good you feel that way. Well, um, if, if you guys want to know the whole plot of the movie, hopefully you've already seen it before you're listening to this, but the whole plot is up on Wikipedia. I mean, down to oh, the, post, the post-credit roll, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, don't so, have anything spoiled for you. Yeah. Um, with the... Um, oh, so I was going to say, do you think they went too far into referencing Marvel, Avengers, no, X-Men stuff? You thought it was just perfect? Uh-huh. It never no. got too much. If it didn't gonna, for me. I was gonna, just wondering. If you're going to keep this in the X-Men universe, yeah. then that you got to continue to do that throughout. I mean... 20th Century Fox owns the franchise yeah. or owns the rights for the films. So, yeah, not a problem to push I, I, that as far as they can. Yeah, I think they could have actually done a couple ones. I think the one the, the one obvious one that I think they should have done was uh, the fact that Colossus is a new actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh you, it sounded like a new guy? Well, it's or not that... the same guy as... Oh, from the previous films? Yeah. Mm. Huh, interesting. interesting. And, and uh, he's... Obviously, quite a bit bigger because in the previous films he was well. It wasn't a real person. Yeah, Rob. it was all CG. They even it's, said so in the credit. A yes, CGI, yes. Character. A CGI character. Right. I understand that. <laughs> okay. like in the previous films, he wasn't all CG. <laughs> I was surprised because the big last battle scene uh-huh. takes place. I I mean that looked like a helicarrier to me. Oh no no! I, it was just a a giant air, ship. Aircra- no, an aircraft character, uh, aircraft carrier up in salvage. Mm-hmm. Right, but it wasn't like a no, helicarrier no, no. that had wrecked and was just there. No, to I me, it looked so. like a helicarrier, and I was like, I think this is a thing. And then I didn't. Maybe yep. I was just wrong. Maybe and I was it was. Just I didn't. I didn't it. read it as that. Uh, I didn't either. Oh, all right. I thought it would be fun, but apparently I am wrong. Yeah, sorry. Um. So Deadpool two. Good. Good. Good to go with it. I think they've already begun production. If I heard. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, are, with it. Yeah. Do, do you think they'll be able to carry over the success of this? Because you think about Iron Man, I thought Iron Man kind of dropped off a well, little bit. So here's, like I said, the nice thing about Iron Man in this movie is the studios just were like, go, yeah, here's here's $50 million, right. go do whatever you want to do. It's not going to make us or break us, and suddenly it blows up to be a right. huge moneymaker, which I honestly, if in one day it's already made a quarter of its budget, right? Uh, by Monday this will have... It'll easily have doubled its its production oh, yeah. budget easy. and probably would have paid its P and E. So anything from Monday on, which I think next weekend will probably be even stronger than this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to look at two hundred, million dollar gods profit, of so. Egypt to go against <laughs> next weekend. No, that's in two weeks, isn't it? I don't so, even I know. Don't. What the Either way, about, that's one I, of the previews we got. It looks absolutely terrible, and yeah, I'm looking so forward I was, to I was it. See if. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie meets uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah. yeah, that's what that movie looks like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there you go. I'm still trying to look. I'm trying to look and see if I can find what this movie was shot on. I'm not really seeing anything. Yeah, sometimes it's so hard to find it if they're not being considered for mm-hmm. you know one of the big cinematography prizes. Or <laughs> I didn't. I did. I, I I remember I saw Kodak at the end. And it, did they did they just put out uh, a film or a digital camera? Uh, I think they did a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's what it was, or they had some other integral part in uh, the production of it. But I just remember seeing uh, Kodak, and then I got distracted by the giant red 
Adobe A because everything yeah, yeah. else is white, and then you have the giant Adobe Red yeah. uh, logo. Well, yeah, so we know it wasn't shot on red, which would have been an obvious right. choice to do it because that would have been all over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was surprised by that. I think that was the thing that surprised me was that there was not a red camera mentioned in the in the shoot because mm-hmm. that's what I would have gone with in this in this shot. Um, but it well, looks yeah, especially because the, I mean the compactness of the mm-hmm. red, this mm-hmm. quality of its images, and then the integration to the Premiere seems right. like it would be yep an easy flow. Um, yeah. but you know, those are always the things we like to geek out about. I know. I know. It's fun though. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, Rob, is there anything this movie could have done better in your mind or is it the perfect Deadpool movie? Mm, I'm sure there's, there's a few things that they probably could have done better. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of the action sequences I was taken a little out of mm. because the camera wasn't as, I, I really don't like camera moving a lot or shaking yeah. at all. Yeah, the flipping around and doing all that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I want a steady shot during the action sequence so I can see the action. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of of continuity errors, especially in that last shot where he gets stabbed in the head mm-hmm. and then he pulls the blade out. And then you see a shot from that angle of his face as he's talking to um, his girlfriend, and there's no blood stain. Oh. And then, like, two shots later, there's a blood stain mm. there. So, yeah. Um, delayed ble- bleeding, sure, but no, I don't I don't believe that. I think it's uh, multiple effects houses um, working on the shots. Missing some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I felt... So we sat really close because... Uh, I mean, I when I pulled into the parking lot, it seemed half full. Yeah. It did not, like, the number of people in the theater, there's a lot of carpooling to actually fill the theater up how many cars there were in the parking lot. Uh, so we set up really close, and... A little off to the side. Yeah, a little off to the yeah. side. In, it was a little disappointing, but that's, but, I mean, like, that's our fault for the, not. Well, yeah, that's just on us. But it did from that angle. like, some of the action sequences were so fast and all over the place that it was hard to follow. I even thought... The opening sequence, as they're slowly going through everything and doing all the funny mm-hmm. credits, it was at times hard to follow because you're yeah. like, "What am I looking at? Or I'm all over the place." And so this is like one movie. If we could have been about, you know, five or six more rows back, that would have been close enough. But then probably could have taken in the whole screen. If a we were bit in that, if we were in theater eight and sat in our normal seats, oh, it would yeah, have been, been fine. just fine. Yeah. yeah, it was. Good. But you know, once you got in the mood to settle down and see how. And where the action was taking place, I thought it was fine. It, yeah. it wasn't really distracting for me. No, I and yeah, and I thought the action sequence was uh, overall. I thought they were really well done because they are able to play so much, not only with the humor in the in the violence, but what Deadpool is actually able to do because mm-hmm. of his regenerations. Like him trying to take on Colossus was just <laughs> one of the funniest hilarious. Scenes. Just yeah, watching yeah. his arms go. His <laughs> hearing limb, all hearing the, all the bones break mm-hmm. and then watching his limbs flop. Mm-hmm. And then cutting off his arm to get away with the finger at the yeah. end. It was, it was really good. I mean, um, I don't read a lot of Deadpool because it's kind of not my thing, but I would say that this is a good adaptation of a co- comic yes, book character. Really. I thought it was super faithful. Yeah. Um, and certainly when you have is Rob this- Liefeld all over Twitter saying the same thing, then you know it's Probably well, I, I spot on. Know. Rob Liefeld blocked me two years ago. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that story. That um, that is an accomplishment. He uh, no, no, that's all right. But uh, is this like the origin story of Deadpool? Is it? Is there an origin so, no. story? Does it matter? Um, I think it's. There's been the several origin stories. Is similar. Yeah, the cancer, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's he's not supposed to be a mutant exactly, mm. which is what this one implies. Yeah. This one implies they're. Triggering, triggering latent mutant abilities in uh, people. Right. But uh, no, it's supposed to be some sort of uh, genetic modification taking the Wolverine's regenerative abilities uh-huh. and giving them two wings. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I see. That's actually what makes him snap. It's He's not. Yeah, he quite, was not. He wasn't. He wasn't as uh, mouthy before uh, he became Deadpool. It, the stuff messed with his head. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is this a character though that I think like if they change things in Spider-Man or you know some some characters that people would like, freak out more if they changed origin stories? Is this a character that doesn't really matter if you tweak with his origin at all, or is that because it? I, I think know that that's part there of the was character. a series not too long ago that I thought went back and tried and there was a sequence of a bunch of different origin stories for him. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but. It's kind of like one of those things where the origin story, because Deadpool is the one telling his origin story, mm-hmm. you don't know if it is 
all there or yeah. not. Now, somebody can correct me. That's fine. But that's my recollection is recently there's questions about his true origin because he's the one telling the story. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm not all that up on Deadpool as a solo act. Like, he's always... Like, all of my favorite Deadpool stories are him with straight man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, that's, yeah, that's what it... Because Deadpool is... At least from me not reading it, is a character known for crossing over stuff and then doing weird... So here's what here's what Joe Kelly says. Uh, Joe Kelly says, with Deadpool, we could do anything we wanted because everybody just expected the book to be canceled every five seconds, so nobody was paying attention and we could get away with whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what made it popular, was that they could do these wild, outlandish things, and they're like, well, the book's going to be canceled, and people kept buying. So. Right. That's interesting, especially if they take that philosophy into the movies. It's like, well, we can just kind of do whatever because yeah. our budgets aren't enough to really affect Fox's bottom line if we don't, you know, put up $2 billion or yeah. whatever. I I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't someone at the studio who funded this who is not just fuming with anger because that person was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you this money and it's going to fail no matter what the internet says, the internet's not yeah. going to show up because the internet is this. And then come Monday morning, somebody's going to be very upset that the movie has done so well. It's my guess. Interesting. I mean, that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because if they wanted to fund this correctly, it would have had more than $58 million budget. It would have had double that amount. Mm. And there are times in the movie where uh, some of the effects work looked like they could have spent a little bit more money mm. on it. It mm. wasn't as bad as the opening shot of the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron <laughs> movie, but there were a couple of places where I was like, ooh, that does not look really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of it has to do with bodies being crushed and flipped around, and they're more ragdoll than... Oh, yeah. You know yeah. those rubber... Have you ever seen those rubber animated things on internet where people have basically taken the bone structure out of the yes. 3D animated guys <laughs> and they're just flopping around? There were times where there mm-hmm. was that stuff going on. Oh, yeah, there's definitely, if you think back on it, there's definitely not, besides Deadpool being all... Right, right, right. Like, no, but actual I mean, like, people he kills, well, yes, like, just, uh-huh. like, flopping all over the place. And there's a lot of stuff that's telegraphed in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. You know, where he's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, at the very end where Francis is saying, oh, what's my name? And Deadpool's like, I'm going to spell it for him. Like, okay, he's going to kill these guys and spell their names in, in either blood or their bodies, which mm-hmm. he does. So there's a lot of lampshading and telegraphing of what's going on or what's about to happen. So... Nothing is really super shocking, but it's the the fun bits and the way that they get to it that I think makes the movie work. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I was disappointed in, in watching the trailers as many times as I did, and watching uh, or listening to the lines and how funny they were, I assumed, based on how... And knowing T.J. Miller, and apparently, I mean, I found Ryan Reynolds on Twitter. He's, like, hilarious, and I never yes. knew it. And uh-huh. I think he's a lot of comedic timing, kind of like T.J. Miller... Um, where I assumed they were just giving us a couple of the takes of the lines they were delivering, and then there was going to be different stuff in the film. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the stuff that was in the trailers ended up in the film, and I think they didn't play as well because we'd all oh, seen, seen them it. so yeah. often. You run that risk of yeah. all the funny bits are in the trailer. Right, yeah. and there's definitely, that's definitely not necessarily true. Well, there is a lot more humor in the film than it's in the trailers. I assumed that they would be putting dummy lines in the trailers because they seemed like integral kind of parts in the film even when they play out uh, those parts from the trailers that I thought they would give us something a little bit different especially um, when they're kind of doing their big uh, battle and nukehead teenage girl whatever her name is goes in Megasonic teenage warhead mega punches the other girl and Deadpool's like oh I pity the girl who forces her into prom sex uh, which is like that was yeah, like yeah. that was a line of like oh surely they have something else for it and then when he said it it was not like as much laughter as I had when I saw the trailer everyone had seen it five ten fifteen times at that point so it kind of because you already kind of killed the, the laugh line. right we already knew that's why I thought they would be you know aware of the comedy elements and kind of rip them out and well again them. when you've only got fifty eight million dollars to work it's with true. Um, you're not going to have a lot of stuff hitting the the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, it's kind of like the thing when hit him and Deadpool are, or uh, Weasel and Deadpool are going back about his face. Like, mm-hmm. that felt like the perfect just ad-lib the crap out of this mm-hmm. scene and then we can... We'll roll them at the end or we'll put them in and space them out. But they, everything in the red... They were all in the red band trailers, but those were all... 
because they were all super. I mean, they were all hilarious, but uh, I just thought that's something you'd have like fifty of, yeah, and just go with them. But that's really besides some of the like every once in a while, very shortly that I thought this was kind of dragging in the not not uh, oh uh, like Will Ferrell esque ad lib crap right, I had right, it all right. over the place. Right, those were my only downsides. I thought this film was probably one of the most fun superhero films I've had in a really long time. Do you think this was more quote-unquote fun than Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I Guardians more, of the Galaxy went yeah. for light humor as well. Now, this was uh, tad blue humor. Sure. But, I mean, it went for humor as the main push for mm-hmm. a lot of the character motivations. Yeah, I in, I think I had more fun. I thought, I mean, I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I enjoyed this more, maybe because it is a humor that I laugh more at, and there was definitely, I, from what I remember of Guardians, way more humor push in Deadpool than in Guardians. Um, I had more fun at Deadpool. What did you, what do you think, Rob? Mm, I'm going to have to see it again. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen it since theater, so it's been so long. Well, I'm going to have to see Deadpool again as well, because I, I ended up going to Guardians of the Galaxy like five times on opening weekend. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. really? Like, it came oh, out, you're the guy. It came out the weekend <laughs> of my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, went to, you know, we went to the premiere, and then basically for my birthday, any, everybody was just taking me with them when they went to go see it. It was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to watch Deadpool a few more times to really... Mm-hmm. See if the push. I think this one pushes the humor a lot harder, but that's just because that's kind of what who is. Deadpool yeah, yeah. is. Right. Like you don't have Deadpool without him jabbering mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think this is going? Because now I, I was thinking in the middle of it, which is probably not great. Um, I was like, man, when I go watch um, whatever Civil War in a couple of months, I'm like, I kind of wish like Deadpool was in there to make it more funny because <laughs> now it's like I really like the funny superhero type thing and now well, they've got Spider-Man well we don't know how much Spider-Man's gonna be in there um, but you know it's just that idea of now everything's gonna seem like a dark superhero movie now that we have Deadpool is it even like Marvel used to be the light kind of right. guys and I think they've kind of steered it's, it's getting kind of get serious yeah. mm-hmm. and then Marvel or DC stuff is like just Super a shade of black like, with Batman punching a child. Um, he doesn't punch a child. We don't know. We haven't seen the film. He could punch a child. Um, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. So it's like everything is going to seem dark now compared to Deadpool, even though it is. Despite the fact that Deadpool the is fact that it's yeah. a very, it's, I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, this uh, Deadpool is a dark movie. Oh, well, yeah. And when you think about it, the things that's going on. Um, it's a it's some very disturbing stuff in the movie, but at the same time, the interjection of humor mm-hmm. or the injection of humor, I think, really made it play off well. Right. So, mm-hmm. from my standpoint, you know, I loved it a lot better than Iron Man two and three. Yep. So did I. Uh, I I think I liked it a lot better than Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I. St- uh, I liked it better than the Hulk. Sure. Um, I still like the first Iron Man movie more than this, mm. and I like Guardians of the Galaxy more than this. Mm. Um, but it may be my third or fourth favorite Marvel movie at the yeah. moment. I, I would like to see this again, but I don't think I want to go back to the theater to see it. Oh, really? I think I'm going to actually. I'm you know I as awful of the experience the last couple of times have been at, at our theater and dealing with AMC. I just um, kind of dread going to the theater now. Mm-hmm. And it used to be because yakky people, talky people, people that wouldn't shut up during the movie. And I'm pretty sure some people around us were drunk because I thought oh, I really? smelled vodka pretty. Oh. Um, but, um, or gin or something. But uh, I don't have a nose right now. Yeah. But I, I just keep having awful experiences with AMC and it's just turning me off of going to movies. So. I know. I'm going to go back and watch Deadpool again because... Aubrey actually wants to go watch this. Does she? Okay. Yeah, she really does. Well, and you know, uh, one reason she did tonight was because she had homework and stuff. One of the things that the, that I've been reading through this is that it's tracking really well with female uh, audiences. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And not just a date movie, 
but that that female audience of women really well, wanted to see the it movie. It seemed like there are all a three lot of, of the in there. female char- like there, there's three strong female characters. Oh yeah, yeah. None of which are treated. Oh no, poorly. Like uh-huh. they're all like we get three different like archetypes for characters. Mm-hmm. We get yeah. None of them have are, are bad characters. No, uh-uh. they're well, all one three of them kicks some ass. One of them's bad. They're, she's 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 the bad. evil. Yeah, 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 but she's yeah. not. She's not written poorly. She's no, 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 no. no. There's at least some interesting aspects to her. She's mm-hmm. yeah. Could Deadpool, a successful Deadpool movie, add an R, change future superhero I, movies? I to honestly, lean to the I, R? I think by Monday there will be a lot of people sitting down and going, "Man, you know that fourth Wolverine movie." It probably would be. I, nah, they probably fourth? wouldn't. See, the problem is they won't do it. I don't think they can do it with their key. They're key heroes. I mean, really? as much as it would be interesting to see an R-rated Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get it because it's too popular of a character. It makes too much money with kids. Mm-hmm. As much as Batman and Superman and Green Lantern and The Flash and all these others could make some interesting R-rated movies, I mean, having actually seeing Batman break someone's arm and have the bone come out, mm-hmm. that would that would push it into our territory. Mm-hmm. We've not seen that. We've seen arms get broken, but we've never seen bone come out. We've never seen that kind of stuff. Um, I don't think they will do it with big characters. So we're going to have to look, if you're wanting R-rated stuff, we're going to mm-hmm. have to look at more Punisher. We're going to have to look at smaller uh, characters mm-hmm. uh, to do that. Uh, I, I think I this think gives Marvel and Netflix the uh, go-ahead to make the uh, their series even mm-hmm. darker. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously Daredevil I mean, and Jessica Darede- Jones were already really Oh, yeah. I mean, Daredevil and, and, and Jessica Jones break the violence and the sexual mm-hmm. barriers. I mean, we don't see complete nudity in Jessica Jones, but the sex in that I thought was more graphic than the sex that we saw in um in in this movie in Deadpool. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't see well. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it'll be I think you're right. I think it'll be they'll think it's too much of a risk to take their heavy hitters into that territory. They'll just keep pushing that. But PG-13 I think we will. The wall. I think we will see more R-rated superhero movies going forward. <laughs> kind of mm. give some of the other smaller characters, like you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think if if they decided to do another Blade movie, it would definitely be an R. If they did another Punisher movie, it would definitely be an R. Um, what will be interesting now is if you know Punisher Max was a series uh, imprint from Marvel that was really R-rated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had nudity, violence, language, all the stuff in that. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they do another Punisher movie that it would be pushing R in and into NC-17 territory mm. with just some of the graphic violence that they could do in that. But now that he's on Netflix with Daredevil, I don't know if they will yeah. go back to the to the big screen with that. Who else what I mean, what other uh what's characters the from Marvel? Squad movie rated? It's PG-13. PG-13. Yeah. So that's that's another group that they could easily get away with oh, going yeah. R. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but Marvel characters that, that would go R. Um, Wolverines. Wolverines. Wolverines yeah. the most obvious would be the one. obvious one. You're right. Uh, I mean, if they, I mean, wanted, if they to wanted to do a Weapon X, they could do yeah. that. Yeah. They could make it, or Weapon X and Sabretooth, and they could do that. Uh, they could do a. Um, Oh, that Secret Six movie that's kind of languished. They could do it there, but oh, too many yeah. people associate it with Spider-Man would expect it to be in, in PG-13. Sinister yeah, the Sinister Six, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what other characters does Marvel have? They have a lot of them. That's yeah, why Disney bought them. I think if they wanted to do the last hurrah with Wolverine and then just do it all and just get it done with, that would be mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, I, I I think it'd be hard to do anyone else. So, Rob, uh, uh, as you wrap up, um, how many chimichangas would you rank Deadpool? Four and a half chimichangas. That's a lot of chimichangas, Stephen. I'm a little full from dinner, so I'm going to give it four chimichangas. I think I would give it four as well. I really enjoyed this. I was incredibly happy. I had high expectations going in, but I think it actually met them and probably exceeded them overall because I had yeah, just a good time in the theater. That's why. I've- so high is because like I, I this this is a rare movie where I had super high expectations going into it. Do you like mm-hmm. it more than Star Wars? No. What Jesus. this was the, what I was surprised with. I don't remember people applauding at no. the end of Star Wars. The audience applauded at the end of this movie. I don't remember us clapping at Star Wars either. 
but they were, they either, just but broke out and yeah, started clapping I mean, like crazy. Yeah. I, I think it was because the, I think that this movie actually actively encourages it. True. Because yeah. Wade's talking to us the entire time. Yeah. So by the end of the movie, we're not... I guarantee you in the Star Wars movie, there were a lot more hardcore Star Wars fans in that movie than Deadpool fans in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet more than half the audience was applauding at the end of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That Very says interesting. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a great week on Zach on Film. Next week, we'll be talking about another film, of course, what we do every, every week. Uh, but in the meantime, head over to Majorspoilers.com where you can find all sorts of comic book news that get you through the week and more podcasts to listen to than you have time for, but why don't you try anyways? While you're there, click on the Amazon.com link where you can go buy all your Deadpool comics or probably, I'm going to guess, lot probably Deadpool pre-order comics. Deadpool at this point, the way you can pre-order some Oh, fast. yeah, it does, would not surprise me. It's not going to cost you any extra if you use that link, but a little bit of that money will connect to Major Spoilers to help keep the company creating content week in and week out for you to enjoy all year long. So that's it for this episode of Zach on Film. We'll see you next week. is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.